Welcome to the Inside Out Style Podcast with Imogen Lamport, your scientist of style. Each episode, you'll get real-world style advice for women of every size, shape, and age. And now, here's Imogen. Hi, it's Imogen Lamport from Inside Out Style. And today I thought what I'd do is answer a bunch of your colour questions. And these are the sorts of things that come up a few times. Uh, so people ask the same sorts of questions and I've got a whole pile of them here today. So I thought I would answer them for you. The first one's from Leanne who says, I'm curious about how many crossover colours there are between your palettes. That is how many are shared between them. So there's not specific colours that are shared exactly the same between palettes. Uh, in fact, when I select the colours for the palettes, every palette has a slightly different variation of colours. But there are colours that we call universal colours that do cross over between palettes. So there is a version of that colour in every palette. And these colours are the colours that have a little bit of warm and a little bit of cool in them. That is, we make them by adding both uh, blue and potentially a bit of yellow or red in them. And that is why they are crossover colours. So what they are is these colours. So they are our red violets because to make a red violets a warmer purple so it's got a blue base but then we're adding a whole lot of red which adds an element of warmth to them and that makes it a warmer violet but because violet is already blue based cool people can wear it so but we have to add that red in we have to add that element of warmth for it to work with warm people so red violet is one of them but you'll notice that there's darker lighter you know, versions, brighter, more muted versions, depending on which palette you are. So they're not exact crossovers. Our next is our Marine Navy. And this is because Marine Navy is a green-based navy. So it's like a really deep teal. So rather than being a traditional navy blue. And so because of the yellow in this navy, it warms it up enough for the warm people to wear. And of course, the cool people could wear it because it is a blue-based colour. So that is the next one. Again, we'll get, you know, lighter versus darker versions depending on which palette we are looking at because that's going to impact on how light or dark the colours are. You can see this one's darker, this one's lighter, this one's more muted, this one is brighter. So not again, not exactly the same colour. And then our third colour, we get into the turquoises and teals. So turquoise blue is the warm version of blue, so cyans and turquoises. But you might notice that these ones are slightly more green than these ones. Uh, and that's because to get that bit more warped. There's a little bit more yellow in that turquoise. And our teal again, because it's a mix of blue and green, or blue and yellow, that makes it a warmer kind of color. So this is where, that's with our kind of major colors that we are looking at. And then we get round to the neutrals. So there is a version of white in every palette, but that white will change. So warm people are gonna have a warmer white, cool people will have a cooler white. If you have bright coloring, you'll have a brighter, purer white versus if you have more soft or grayed out coloring, you'll have some sort of softer white, it will be some sort of off-white, whether it's got a bit of gray in it, a little bit of yellow, all that sort of stuff. So again, white 
another color that's in every palette but a different version and then the other colors we have is the warmer grays which can go across the warmer and the cooler as well because the warmer grays have a bit of yellow or green in them and that warms up that gray color so it makes it wearable by the warm people but because gray is essentially kind of we see it as a more cool color overall uh usually some cool people can wear some sort you know there are grays in every palette it's just the warm ones have to be in the warm palette so they're really our kind of crossover colors there is a version but of course how light how dark how bright or smoky the color is will depend overall on the full palette next question comes from carol who says how does your hair color affect your palette for example if i was to return to my natural dark strawberry blonde uh, or ready brown color would that make a different palette uh, currently I am white I know lots of people change palette as they go gray and logically it works the other way around to do today my hair is blue <laughs> but that doesn't last long because of course that is uh, that is a dyed color so if you say I oh, like me and your hair is going white if you decide to dye it back so that's meant I've had to lighten my colors up and soften my colors down a bit now the more white you get the brighter it becomes and so it becomes a brighter palette again rather than if it's much more like the back of my head which is more kind of steely uh, then that's a softer palette so thinking about your hair color, so if you have a more solid hair color versus a softer hair color, you may be able to go for a brighter palette. Now, of course, does that hair color still work with your skin? And this is one of the things, people often don't realize how much their skin color changes as their hair color changes. We notice the pigment disappearing from hair. We don't necessarily notice the pigment disappearing from our skin. And this is often really seen when people dye their hair to their natural color, like the color they had when they were 20, when they had dark hair and their hair just looks really harsh against the skin they have today. And I look back when I know when I had my black hair, I had that really white skin. I could never buy a foundation white enough, had very clear white skin and I had a very solid dark hair color. Now I have much softer skin and a much lighter hair color. My hair is not what it was. So if I dyed my hair back to black, which just even if I pop this uh, black, imagine my hair was this color again. You can see how harsh it is on me. Really doesn't work anymore. So I wouldn't want to dye my hair back to that. So yes, dyeing your hair can give you a slightly brighter palette. If it goes darker, it's going to give you a darker palette than a lighter palette. So, but it, it can change that palette depending on where you're going. But if you've got a bright white palette, you might find that the intensity doesn't really change. So it can depend if you're just doing a subtle change, like I'm going from uh, you know, a gray to a light blonde or something, it may not change it that much versus if you're going, I'm going from a gray to a brown, that's going to change it much more. So it's something to think about there. And of course, it can also change the way you wear your colors. So sometimes it can just change whether you need a higher value contrast or a higher color contrast as well. So sometimes it doesn't change the palette. It just changes how you wear your color depending on where you go with it. Now, Holly has three questions. The first one is, does a summer tan allow uh, some color allow you to wear higher contrast or darker colors in your palette if you're re recommended overall light? So what a tan does is often reduce your value contrast, but it also may make, you know, like say, if you're very light naturally, you know, you can always wear medium colors. Everybody can wear medium colors, but those colors may sit better on you versus the very light colors may not work quite as well 
if you've gone a bit darker, depending on your hair color and your skin color to start with. So it doesn't really make the dark colors work great unless you go really, 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 really dark. Uh, it just may, but it will reduce your value contrast, but it may up your color contrast because it may make you look more colored and therefore it may mean you want to add an extra color into your outfits. Question two is, if you don't want to match your shoes to your pants or your hair, or is it best to choose a color that is a skin enhancer or eye enhancer or something else entirely? So if you don't want to match your... So there are things we can create what we call a visual loop or a visual group with shoes. So the if you want the most elongation, match shoes to your trousers or shoes to your legs. That is the first one. If we don't care about elongation, you can wear a shoe color in your hair color because what happens is the eye travels down to your feet, says, I've seen that color before, and it drills back up to your face, which is ideally where we want to create the focal point in your outfit anyway. So that is always a good option, and it's your good universal shoe color. Now, if you don't want to do either of those, I would be matching it to something else in your outfit. So it doesn't have to match your pants, but it could match your top, it could match a jacket. Um, you know, if you say are wearing a neutral outfit, but you've got on a red lipstick and you're going to keep reapplying it, well, then you could wear a red shoe, but maybe you want to put some red earrings on as well or a red necklace. Something that is going to make that colour relate to something else in your outfit. If you relate it to nothing in your outfit, we just get stuck at your feet. Uh, and that's not usually the place you want people to look when they are stuck down at your feet. And, and the whole outfit just doesn't hang together very well. So we're thinking about if we want to wear some different colour, it needs to relate to, you know, maybe there's a colour in a pattern you're wearing, maybe it's an accessory you're wearing, um, or it, even just lipstick or something like that can really help to relate that colour to something else in your outfit. But it should relate to something rather than nothing. Uh, last question from Holly is, for a V-shape, which is broader shoulders, narrow hips, is an inner or outer column best? Well, often a V-shape doesn't have a really defined stomach, so they often find that, uh, you know, an inner column is better. So how can the different values between top and bottom or still be effective but meet by body shape goals? So if I want to be lighter on the bottom, well, this is where... If you're being lighter on the bottom, we're not doing a column of color. <laughs> so you can either do a column of color and use shape to create balance. Because, of course, if we just then go out again with the shape, that creates the balance. The color then creates the elongating line. Or if you don't want to do a column of color where you do darker on the top and lighter on the bottom, then we're not doing a column. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, so all you could do, yeah. I mean, really, it's one of those things. We can use shape, we can use color. They are two different ways of, of balancing the body. And if we do do that column of color, make sure the shape is a good balancing shape. You can use horizontal details down on your hips and thighs. Uh, you could do an outer column where the jacket ends at your thighs, which is going to create a horizontal line there. And that blends with your pants, for example. And so that can create a bit more balance as well if you want to do the outer column. There's no one way of doing these things. It's, you know, how we want to do it, how we experiment. Uh, there's lots of different things we can do, but hopefully that gives you a few ideas uh, about colors in your outfits and how colors work. And, you know, color is so impactful. It's one of those things. It's the first thing I look at whenever I shop. I never, ever, ever will look at something that is not going to be a great color because what's the point? It's never going to look as good on you as something that 
the right color will make you sparkle, which will make you shine, and it will make you look really healthy, vibrant, and alive. Who doesn't want a bit more of that? <laughs> so I thank you for your questions, and I hope you have a lovely rest of your day. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Inside Out Style with Imogen Lamport. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast for more actionable style and colour tips. And don't forget to visit InsideOutStyleBlog.com where you'll discover Imogen's encyclopedia of colour and style advice to help you become your most stylish self. If you're enjoying what's here, please leave a review so we can bring you more of the content that helps you adore your wardrobe more so you can get up, get dressed and get out the door looking and feeling fabulous every single day.